pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right, we welcome you back. It's the Justin Kinner Show live here on 1410 ESPN Radio. We just heard from James Rapine, covers the Cincinnati Bengals for Sports Illustrated. Uh, we had the latest with that. Again, Lamar Jackson going to be ready to go come Sunday, so we'll talk more about your Bengals coming up around the corner. Now let's shift gears and take a look at what's going on in Cleveland with the Cleveland Browns. ESPN's Browns reporter Jake Trotter joining us now. Jake, welcome in, sir. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. I appreciate you taking time. Now, it's, it's interesting right now. I know for Browns fans, it's an interesting time, but Browns media has to be an interesting time as well. Th- there's not many opportunities in Browns history where you get to talk and report on a team that, that's winning and has an above 500 record and things seem to be going in the right direction. What is the, what's the mood right now internally for the Cleveland Browns after this good 3-1 start? Yeah, the Browns have a chance to go 4-1 for the first time since after the, uh, before the relocation to Baltimore, it was 1994, <laughs> Bill Belichick was the head coach. So that tells you how long it's been since the team was in this position. And, I mean, Cleveland is really excited about, you know, what they've seen so far. The team seems to be having a lot of fun, uh, you know, locked in and focused as well. So it's been, it's been very encouraging, and, and there's reason to believe, you know, a lot of it is sustainable. Just given the, the talent they have and especially how well the offense uh, has played so far. Kevin Stefanski, the, the grip he has on this team right now, he seems to be pushing all the right buttons or at least enough of the right buttons to actually give this team a, a much different look than a year ago. How impressed have you been with the job that he has done? And not just the right buttons that he's pushed as far as the X's and O's, but he's really seemed to have mellowed out in really getting his players to buy in, like OBJ and Baker and a lot of the, 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 the bigger personalities on this roster. When you have those type of guys buying into what you're doing, you're obviously doing something right. Yeah, and I think winning gives you credibility. And, you know, the more that they win, the more belief he's going to get out of you know, his players. And, you know, they, they clearly have an identity offensively with him being the play caller. So, you know, they're given, you know, given effort. Um, you know, they haven't had any crazy headlines off the field, which was rampant last year's team. So it, it's all been very positive. I mean, I think if you're looking at, you know, who's done the best job as a head coach through the first month of the season, I mean, he's got to be – in every conversation. So it's been really impressive, especially, you know, considering they had, you know, the virtual off season. They didn't have the extra practice time. Uh, you know, they had the shortened training camp, you know, to implement everything. So even with those obstacles, you know, they've, they've really been able to hit the ground running, which I think, you know, goes back to the job he's done. Browns have dominated on the ground. We know how impressive the run game has been. In fact, they, you know they lose Nick Chubb against the Cowboys, and really the run game, there was really no hiccup even after he left. Uh, how confident are you, and how confident is this team that they can sustain that dominant run attack without Nick Chubb? All of a sudden, that, that uh, contract with Kareem Hunt is looking very, very... <laughs> it's definitely living up to the contract right now. He's coming in handy big time. How confident are you that the run game can sustain what it has been able to accomplish already one month in? Yeah, I mean, it helps when your backup is the 
2017 rushing champ, right? So uh, I, I don't think they'll I don't think they'll miss a beat. Now the question is is when you know Hunt needs a breather, can Dearness Johnson, uh, Don Terrell Hilliard, can they come in and and fill in adequately? And, and Dearness certainly looked really good in the Dallas game with a game high 95 yards and the outrush Ezekiel Elliott in that game. But uh, you know Kareem Hunt is uh, leading the NFL in yards after contact per carry. And the offensive line is, you know, creating the, the running lanes for him where he's not even getting contact until three, four, five yards deep uh, past the line of scrimmage. The, the, the Browns ranked number two in the NFL right now in run block win rate uh, in an ESPN metric that kind of tracks how successful you are at, at winning your run blocks across the line. So it's going to be a challenge because the Colts have the number four run defense in the NFL in the next week and they play the Steelers uh, and they're ranked number one in run defense so we're going to find out a lot about just how good this run defense uh, I'm sorry this uh, this uh, run rushing offense is but they have the pieces and they have you know the pedigree so far to keep it going I think you look at Baker Mayfield year three uh, you know year two was vastly different than year one and right now year three looks vastly different than years two and one right now I mean almost it's with Baker it's almost like a less is more approach and obviously that's the the game plan moving forward how would you label Baker's play to start is he being used as a game manager will the off will they you know allow him to open up more as the season goes on how do you see his role uh, for the rest of the season is it going to remain the same as far as limiting what you know they allow him to do between the 20s uh, and obviously this is working for the Browns but can it take them to that next level uh, if he's not able to open it up and air it out yeah I mean I, I think that you know the game manager label is probably fair but when you're leading the NFL in rushing you know it's kind of what you need out of your quarterback I mean he doesn't need to throw for 450 yards a game you know they're not going to put up 58 past any sense a game and so you know, they need him to be efficient on third down. They need him to be efficient in the red zone, which he has been. And they need him to, to limit mistakes. And, you know, he only has two turnovers in four games. And if you take out the opening drive against Baltimore, he's only got one pick uh, this season. So uh, he's been very good at, uh, you know, being accurate and taking care of the football and, you know, allowing that running game to do its thing. So I, I think Baker's been... Yeah, maybe not spectacular, but certainly very solid and exactly what you kind of need in this offense that is uh, built on running the football, you know, setting up play action, and getting the ball to playmakers in space. As far as Odell Beckham Jr. is concerned, again, we got to see him be used in, in a much different way in the offense this past weekend. How much more of that do you, should we expect to see? I mean, he even said uh, to the media afterwards that, look, he has no problem being used more than just a receiver, and he was able to show off his playmaking ability uh, on full display this past weekend. How much more of that type of attack should we see from OBJ, not just uh, from what he could do in the passing game, but in the, some of those trick plays that we saw this past weekend and the reverses and others? Yeah, I mean, they're going to continue to try to be creative in getting him the ball. Uh, you know, wouldn't surprise me if at some point this year, uh, Odell has a touchdown pass attempt, uh, Jarvis Landry, you know, returning the favor, uh, <laughs> that, uh, on the touchdown they had in the, uh, opening drive against Dallas. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge for sure. Um, because, you know, people are going to be, uh, they're going to be keyed in on, on OBJ, especially after that performance he had against Dallas. And again, you know, the Browns are going to be a running team, but uh, I think Stefanski has shown that 
he could get the ball to Odell Beckham and, and put him in position to make plays in key moments. So I, I don't think uh, that is going to change, and you're going to continue to see, especially now that, that he's healthy, Odell Beckham, you know, with some opportunities to, to score some touchdowns and make some big plays. The defense forcing a lot of turnovers, number one, and takeaways, and they're very active. But again, when I watch this team, it doesn't look like a good defense. But yet you look at the numbers and how you know how aggressive they are. They're getting a lot of takeaways. What's the feel on the defense right now? I know a lot of guys have been out. Uh, you put out the injury report earlier on your Twitter. No Adrian Claiborne, or at least he's questionable. I'm sorry, as is Carl Joseph. Uh, but no Ogan Joby, and of course Greedy Williams out as well. Uh, just what, What's the timetable for when you see this defense start to become more healthy and really get a good feel for who they are as a whole unit? Yeah, it, it, it's, been, it's been a little bit of a problem, especially down the middle. You know, linebackers, safety has not been a strength for them. You know, Carl Joseph is questionable for Sunday. The training camp injury to Grant Delpit, their second-round pick out of LSU, really hurt because uh, they were expecting big things out of him. Um, and then, you know, they, they've been a little bit banged up at linebacker as well, especially, you know, Mac Wilson working his way back from the uh, hyper-extended knee injury. And, and now, you know, they're not going to have Ogun, Ogunjobi on, on Sunday as well, who, who has played pretty well uh, for them, even though he's been a little bit nicked up. So it's, uh, you know, Miles Garrett can cover up for a lot of that. And when he makes a big play, you know, strip sack, he's had that in three consecutive games. Uh, you can cover up for a little bit of your weaknesses and vulnerabilities elsewhere. Um, but I, I don't think you can say that uh, this is a strength right now, especially in the back seven. So, you know, getting healthy, uh, shoring up the safety position, I think is going to be key for them if they're going to make some improvement. Uh, defensively, because you can't count on scoring 40-plus points every game, uh, which is basically almost what the offense has been doing. All right, ESPN's Browns reporter Jake Trotter, good enough to join us here today on the Justin Kinner Show. Jake, we'll send you out with this. Uh, every Friday on the show, we always go three and out with the Browns, three and out with the Bengals. I won't make you go three and out, but give us one reasons, uh, one reason why the Browns will win on Sunday and one reason why they will lose on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest reason is is the offensive line and the combination of that and Kareem Hunt, you know, without Nick Chubb, I think that that might be enough. And, and you know, we're going to find out how good the Colts uh, run defense is as well. I mean, I think that uh, a reason that they could lose is in addition to maybe the Colts run defense being, uh, you know, even better than what we think, uh, you know, just Phillip Rivers really picking on some of the vulnerabilities in the, uh, in the Cleveland secondary, kind of the way that Dak Prescott and Joe Burrow have. Um, you know, it's not like the defense stuff, either one of those guys. And if uh, Rivers can get going a little bit, that could be problematic for the Browns. All right. Jake Trotter covers the Browns for ESPN. Give him a follow on Twitter at Jake underscore Trotter. Jake, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. You have a great weekend. Okay. Thanks, Justin.